Let's go. Dermot and Dave. <laughs> Dave's world. Dave's world. If we don't let him do it, he gets ratty. But no, I'm immediately going to this. Because I want you all to explore with me the history of sleep. <laughs> Maria's microphone made it. That's ridiculous. A ridiculous squeaking noise there that woke everybody from their delicate 11 a.m. slumber. That was actually her hip. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back. Dave, you don't need to do a whole thing. Dave World sends everyone to sleep anyway. No, how dare you? So. Dave's World is one of the most interesting <laughs> pieces of radio that's ever existed. Maria actually sent me the beginning of this genesis, what became this moment of radio now. Thank you, Maria. That's all I think about sleep. Neanderthals slept three and a half hours after the sun went down. So they didn't go to sleep immediately. They slept for about six hours and then they were up again and up up and at him. <laughs> the Andersons after getting after it. Yeah. They slept less. Fewer them in Leinster House. You know what I mean? Less during the summer, more during the winter. Again, makes sense with the you know, amount of time is dark, amount of time is light. But they interestingly slept not on mattresses because they were cavemen, but they slept on ash covered in grass. So obviously the ash was more comfortable than lying on the ground than the covered in grass. And the ash was also a deterrent for ticks ah, and oh, other right. insects. Very clever. So build up a little, a little bed and sleep on that. Not exactly an Emma memory foam mattress. Next time you're <laughs> giving out about yours. Uh, bed frames themselves have been around since Egyptian times. Most people obviously didn't have them, couldn't afford them. And mattresses themselves were made uh, initially just off straw yeah. and then they would put straw inside sheets stitched together. And then sometimes it filled them with material like like other sheets or whatever. Not again, not very comfortable but more comfortable than the ground. I think they used horse hair in a lot of mattresses as well. Is this is Dave's world. There's no room for I think. <laughs> Either you've done the research or you haven't. I mean, you know how Dave's world works. <laughs> The ancient Greeks thought sleep was blood retreating inwards in your body from your limbs to warm itself back up. And this is what induced sleep. Oh. They're wrong, but that's what they thought. Well, in a way, they could oh, be right. Oh, here we go. No, they couldn't be right. <laughs> they could be in, in that when you're most relaxed, your your blood, if you're stressed out, your blood goes to your, your extremities. Mm. And then when you're nice and relaxed... It will move into your digestive organs and things like that. So not maybe to, they were onto something. Not to heat itself back up again. <laughs> no. No, no. You probably cool down when you sleep though, don't you? One yeah. of the things that Maria did send me though was about the medieval sleepers. Medieval sleepers did something called biphasic sleep. So what they would do is they would go to sleep but then wake up a few hours later. Which, let's face it, in modern life mm. a lot of us do. However, instead of going, oh no, I'm awake now, what'll I do? I'll just think about the mortgage I can't afford or the health insurance I didn't buy this month, whatever. They just got up and they got on with things. So they would do prayer, reflection, sex, chores. They'd even read or visit friends. In that order. Yes, in so exactly that order. <laughs> yes. So this, this is after they've had... Three hours sleep, say right. for yeah. and there wasn't it wasn't a set time, but they would just wake up at whatever time it was. Right. Who is this again? This is medieval times we've moved okay. forward to now, so fifteen hundreds ish. They'd get up, they'd do stuff, and then they go back to bed 
for second sleep, much like hobbits enjoy a second breakfast. <laughs> they'd have a second kip then from, say, 3 a.m. They'd wander through until 6 or 7 or whatever it Amazing. was. Amazing. There was some suspicion of sleep around this time. Medieval fears were that sleeping was a time you could become possessed by demons because dreams obviously were, mm. you know, can be kind of a bit Very wilder than your, yeah. than your life might have been. And... Uh, there was maybe the fear of this being possessed by demons that led to the biphasic sleep becoming quite popular that you would wake up from your dream and oh now I'll sweep away the dust and wash the dishes and do other things that are don't want to get possessed no but then there obviously wasn't the na- like the, the thing that we do now of telling everybody what our dream was because you'd be too scared to oh, tell someone what your yes. dream is then they'll go definitely a witch you should be burned burn her yeah an interesting way of setting an alarm or knowing just what time it was in the middle of the night because obviously you didn't have an iPhone to mm. turn on at peak brightness and wake everyone up. Or a clock. Or a clock. <laughs> was to stick nails in the side of candles. So you imagine the length of a candle and you put nails in different parts all the way down. And then as the candle would burn, eventually the, the, the nail would fall out and make a noise and it would either wake you up as an alarm clock if you wanted it to wake you up as an alarm clock or would kind of let you know I think if you think the first nail fell oh, tis perhaps approaching the hour of the two or whatever <laughs> way they spoke in medieval times and that's what they would do so then there were you, that was your kind of first alarm clocks but sometimes my first alarm doesn't wake me it well, takes you, a few minutes so if that first nail didn't wake you then what the next nail that they put in is going to well, you'd have to judge the gap. Later. Yeah, you'd have to judge the gap. Yours would be like, you, wherever your first alarm was, Marie, you'd have one and then you'd have about 800 nails just like <laughs> stitched into it. Like it's the, and that's your snooze button. button. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that where we get the saying, as the nail falls? You know, oh, not this again. Again, I don't know, but if you want to do more of this tomorrow, please sign yourself up for you know, something, improv day for us. It's time related. Yeah, so yeah. like in a timely fashion. So, mm. oh, uh, we're going on holidays. I'd like to go on a holiday soon. Yes, let's hope it happens as the nail falls. <laughs> Indeed. I, it's where we get the term nail fell. You know, um, I was a nail, up, tis a nail fell spring. I, I got up with a crack of nail fell. <laughs> Never heard those expressions? We're definitely doing this again tomorrow. He's walked himself into more improv days world. Uh, I want to tell you very quickly, though, that the biphasic sleep phased out as we entered the Industrial Revolution and we became more required to work harder in the awake times. It was like, I don't have time for biphasic sleep. I'm going to get my kip and get back into the factory and do whatever. So that kind of phased out. Plus, we had electricity and clocks and all that kind of stuff. But alarm clocks didn't come along for a while. Uh, First of all, there was a patent put uh, in, in 1909 for a device for prolonging sleep. Do you know what it was? A blindfold. Oh, the guy actually got a patent for a blindfold. But the worst invention ever is by Samuel Applegate. And he designed, so imagine this, a clock on the wall, okay, and a cable coming out of the clock that when the clock hit a certain time, you would set it. And they came out of the wall and then crossed to a frame that was suspended above your bed. Mm. And the little frame was made of wood and had corks all in. So imagine a cage, but you cut the bottom of the cage off and in it were all mm. these splinters of wood with corks on them. And as the clock reached 6am or whatever it was, <laughs> the little cable would release and in the entire frame splintered corks would fall into your face <laughs> and that would wake you up. And it literally says in the patent, it said it is made of wood and cork and designed to cause pain to the sleeper. So that was how they were waking you up, was by literally smashing into your face 
with a wooden and cork cage over your head. Imagine that landing on your face at Nailfall. <laughs> Nobody needs that. Dermot and Dave, weekdays from 9am.